Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fix the Whale podcast. My name's Sam Avery and I'm joined with my colleague, Katie Tracy. Hi. And every week we fix something in the world that needs fixing and need. is in, in need of examination and changing. And this week we're going to be fixing puberty. Here to help with that. <laughs> we'll get onto that in a bit. How are you, Kate? I'm all right. Now that I'm, now that I'm over puberty, I'm great. Oh my God, yeah. I can't imagine going back to that. Jesus Christ, it'd be horrific. I'm all right. I'm just uh, having this like mild panic attack thinking about having to go through puberty a second time. It would just oh. be ridiculously awful. So, but other than that, I'm all right. I nearly killed a cat on the way here today. I just, well, that's one less of them in the uh, world. Well, you're not a fan of cats? Oh, no. No? No. I, I mean, I don't like them. I don't dislike them. They're just kind of, I'm apathetic like to people. them. They just want to be fed. Well, this one was under a car. It was on the way to pick you up and I, it was un under a car and I saw it. But I was letting another car go past, so I had to kind of like pull in a bit. And because I pulled in, I think the cat thought he was all right to go. And I was flashing. I flashed the other <laughs> car, and he thought the flashing it was for him. The car. <laughs> so he was like, oh, mate. So then he went out of the side. So then I just kind of swerved around him. But then I could see him off the side of the car, and he was he was looking at me like, not bad. You know what I mean? That's what cats do in it. He's not. That's, that's the only expression cats have. That, that is the only expression they have. Dogs it, really? sm actually smile. Uh, yeah. Even cats just look at you like side eye. Always, they're always very, very just suspicious. Just like the bitchy girl in school, I hate them. Yeah, the cool kids, aren't they? I've had a nightmare this week. Why? <laughs> you may have been included in this. Do you know, <laughs> please, before you get on to this story, uh, I, I made a mental note of myself, and I'm glad you brought it up because I forgot to say to you, you've got to talk about this on the podcast because <laughs> it was absolutely, and I haven't spoke to you about this. <gasps> God, it was it was priceless, just please. A terrible please enlighten everyone. Bed. So, <laughs> I had to get a new, my phone got smashed up, um, and it wasn't even just, you know, when you just have a crack, but you can still use it, you just look like a dickhead who breaks a phone, but you no, know, the little button at the bottom popped out, so I couldn't even, like, get the screen on, so I was like, I'm going to have to get a new phone, so I was like, oh, we'll go on contract, because I've been, I had a gift card phone, and I was like, here, on, like, just paying for the SIM, because I'm a bad minge bag with phones, so anyway, I got this phone, and it came, and I was like, I couldn't put the, the old SIM in because it was all deactivated. There's lots of really boring technical stuff that I'm not going to go into. But basically the upshot was I had to let all my new my contacts know that this, I had to change my number, which nobody ever wants to do. I've got a good number though. Um, I can't remember the last time I changed my number, you see, because people don't change the number anymore because the big selling point now from the networks is well, you can bring your old number with you. I was like, well, what if, what if I want to leave that life behind? Yeah. But you change your number. Why is it a it's good like number? It's Sophie's choice. Do you know what I mean? It was like, give up your kids or change your number. Have me kids. Can't <laughs> be doing with the actual admin of changing my phone number. Why, why is it a good, a good number, your new number? Because it's got a couple of like the same numbers in a row. Oh, that's nice. That's quite mm. sexy, that, isn't it, really? Yeah, I yeah. know. Aesthetically pleasing yeah. and easy to remember. Yeah. Even though I still haven't remembered it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I had to let all my contacts know that this was my new number. So, oh my God, what I did. Um... I didn't realise. Uh, I just thought I could add everyone to a group and go, hi guys, this is my new number. <laughs> and instead, I, I cre well, I created a WhatsApp group with like 180 people. Uh, we were all just going, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? Why have I added to this? Have, I, have you been hacked? Have I been hacked? And I was like, <laughs> please leave. I, I didn't even know how to delete the group. I don't even know how to delete the group. So I was just texting, go and please all just leave this group. I could tell you were having a, a an existential breakdown because <laughs> I, I was watching the telly with Rachel and, and my phone was in the other room. Cause I, so anyway, I went to get like another glass of wine and I just checked my phone 
And I saw I'd been added to a WhatsApp group by a number I didn't know, which was your <laughs> new number. I thought, that's a sexy number. Uh, and then Thanks and then I saw there was like so many, you know, when you open the WhatsApp group, it was just the first like 15 or 20 like items were just so-and-so has left this group. So-and-so has <laughs> left this group. And that's I didn't how know, popular I am. Well, no, it was just like, because then I was like, I've got to leave this group. But it was like turning up at a party and everyone's just getting off because it's like, and then there was just you going, I'm really sorry. I don't know how to change this. No, I, I just, I was, honest to God, it was just the most traumatic thing <laughs> I've ever been through. And then, um, oh, it was, it was just awful. And now I've, people are keep keep texting me going, is this you? Yeah. Still now? And I'm like, why didn't you leave the group when I told you to leave the group? So, and then me, <laughs> me, me auntie phoned me mum and went, why has Kate blocked me? And I was like, I haven't blocked anyone. <laughs> I haven't blocked anyone. If anything, I want more people. Oh, it's, it's it was It was an absolute admin. How did you do nightmare. it? Like, what, um, what, because surely you've, You've you've had to take some steps to make that happen. Mm. So you must have got like so far and thought, yeah, this is still the right choice I'm making. There's got to be a way <laughs> of just letting all your contacts know in one like group text, this is my new number. And then I didn't know how to do it. So I thought, because I'm like just crap at technology and I hate any kind of life admin. Yeah. I really, I, I, I need, that's a, that's a fix for me. How to fix Kate, get her a fixer. A person who does all that kind of shit. The yeah. person who knows how to tune in the telly. The person who knows how to send all my contacts with a new number. Just somebody <laughs> like that. That's really life. life admin. Rob, Rob Thomas texted me and went, that is the most nan thing anyone's ever done. It's pure nan. It's 100% <laughs> nan, in it? It's like, ah, oh, my nan started in your WhatsApp group and oh, everyone's in man. it. It was awful. But Still living it down. Do you know what? It was quite endearing, I thought. And it was, I think there was a couple of people I saw that said some nice things like, oh, don't worry, Kate, everything's going to be all right, or something. It was like, <laughs> oh, love, do you need to lie down? Yeah. Let me get you some hot towels. No, I had to go and have a Mars bar and lie down. It was awful. <laughs> I still haven't saved your number to my phone after all of this. I've just now got you. I know it's you because it's this other number, so I probably need to change that. Oh, well, I'll give it to everyone at the end of the show, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll come up on your screen. Like uh, the Care no for Christmas. Pics, thank you. No, no dick pics. Um... Life at my life admin is at a very poor state as well at the moment because I've just got lots of little things that are just I, I've not attended to for a long time. So they're just like they, they don't matter on their own, but it's on the days where you you're late for something or you're trying to get something else done, and then all the life admin that you haven't dealt with when you should have dealt with it catches up on you. And like this morning, I'm sick of opening cupboards in our house and things falling out of them because they're so full because everything's just been crammed in there. There's a cupboard. On the bottom of our uh, kitchen, and I opened it up, and all I wanted to get was the charger for me for me uh, laptop. That was all I wanted. But of course, when you get your charger for your laptop, you're not you're not just thinking, oh, oh maybe I'll just charge my laptop up. It's always like, shit, I'm on one percent, and it's like yeah, you're gonna lose everything. Minute, yeah. So I jumped up and I was like, I grabbed it, but it was attached to like my wife's charger, and then some other leads that don't even belong to anything. Oh, it's just... like the messy cupboards. It, oh, like the, every cupboard's the messy the cupboard. Food, big mixer, some some yeah. wax melts. Couple of bin bags, batteries, just all sorts of shite just coming out. Like it's like they've just been released from like a. a it's like you know the start of a horse race when they open the thing and they all yeah. just charge out and there's just shite everywhere. Oh, we, I found an our messy door. It was a battery opposite operated rotating spaghetti fork. Oh my god! What? <laughs> I kept what? it. Oh my of god! Of course. I mean, I'm not stupid. Is that a better way of catalogue purchase? <laughs> it sounds like it should be. Is that are you supposed to eat with that? Yeah, you basically stick the fork. <laughs> <laughs> Press a button. Stick, somebody fixed spaghetti for us yeah. already, so don't worry, we won't be fixing that. Uh. Stick the fork in, you press the button, and the fork prongs rotate, and it, it twirls the spaghetti around it. 
Um, and if you wanted to, could you rotate it into your mouth as well? Yeah, but then it's just like one big massive ball, of, <laughs> like 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 a, like a candy floss. <laughs> Which <laughs> yeah, spaghetti. <laughs> doesn't sound that bad to me. Which begs the question: Why was spaghetti invented if the only way to eat it is by like mashing it together and twisting it around? I don't know. It's crazy. It's like when people go to Chinese restaurants now and still eat with chopsticks. I just think they're showing off. Oh God! Chopsticks obviously were the precursor to knives and forks, but now we've got knives and forks. We don't need chopsticks. Why bother? I I eat with chopsticks a little bit. But I get bored very quickly because I'm so slow. It's date thing to do that, isn't it? Oh, no, it's, uh, do you know what I... It's, wait, it's, out, wait, can I have the chopsticks? Yeah, excuse I'm me. i impress this woman. Can I have the chopstick menu, please? <laughs> <laughs> can you give me the ones that look like a knife and fork, please? I want to impress struggling. this person so much, I'm going to eat with two sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the things you try and do to impress people at the beginning of a relationship are frankly ridiculous. I stopped taking sugar in my tea to impress someone Did and I've you? never taken sugar since. Oh, well, that's, that's good then in the end, isn't it? He told me to his mum's and his mum went, do you want a cup of tea? And I went, yes, please. And she went to take sugar. No, I thought, oh, I need to like, seem sophisticated. Yes, so I went, no, I don't take sugar. <laughs> to like seem <laughs> like sophisticated. And she went, I thought she'd be like dead impressed. Going, oh, that girl's got self-control. She'll be all right for my son. She went, okay. Oh, God. But then I realised it tastes better without sugar, so. Yeah, probably you can taste the tea more, can't you? Mm. I I went to London to meet the family of a girl I was going out with when I was 21. It was her 21st birthday, and she was, uh, like, introduced me to her family for the first time. So it was on this big, long table. Both sets of grandparents, mum and dad, all the aunties and uncles, and they were all, they were nice people, but they were eyeballing me a bit because I was this northerner who'd come to take their daughter away from them. I love your dreadlocks in those days. Uh, I did, yeah. I had long hair, yeah. So I looked like, you know, toadfish from Neighbours. <laughs> Fucking hell, but with the scout accents. Yeah. Oh, well, who wouldn't want toadfish <laughs> riding around on top of you? Jesus Christ. Um, Thank you. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I ordered I ordered king prawns. Is the king prawns that come in the shell? Yeah. But I, Because I, I, I just thought, I like prawns. King prawns must just be like big prawns, which they are, but they come in a shell. I wasn't used to Very messy. Prawns in a shell. You come along, and I'm thinking... They're not the kinds of food you eat when you're meeting someone for the first no. time. when you're 21, you haven't got a clue. So I'm trying to eat these prawns, but I didn't realise the shell was inedible. So I had this bit of big, bit, big bit of shell in my mouth. So I just thought, well, what can I do? I can't spit it out. Everyone's looking at me. I'm talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got her. My mum's a social worker. My dad works for BT. Yeah, like the little mermaid just <laughs> jumping into the claw. <laughs> in the end, well, I thought, I'm just going to have to chow down and just crunch away so I just crunch the shell right, I don't need the skin on the roof of my mouth <laughs> you alright there Sam Heimlich <laughs> so I just chewed the, the, the actual shell crunched it up swallowed it do you know what I used to really love prawns and my my old mate used to put me off because she said she only ever eats prawns then I've had the bums clean I know what you mean yeah you know that little black line down the back that's yeah. prawn shit prawn poo me off so now i have to if i buy prawns i have to make sure that they've got the the shit pipe taken out yeah which i don't think is unreasonable if i'm gonna eat something i want the shit pipe removed before it prawns goes in my mouth eat all the other fish is shit anyway so they're made of shit well the oceans are probably so polluted that even even prawns have plastic in them well there's probably all sorts of filth isn't it well I, I, i'm happy to eat a bit of plastic i think humans have got plastic in shit to be honest Rather, if, if someone's making me choose. Well, yeah, uh, to be honest, I don't mind eating shit. Do you want a piece of Lego or do you want a little <laughs> tiny bit of prawn shit? 
<laughs> but prawn shit on its own, you could probably sell as like a delicacy, couldn't you? Oh, there's probably places where you can. Is this uh, prawn feces? Is that coffee that's made of like chinchilla shit or something? No. So these like, I think it's in South America, some of these animals eat the coffee and they eat the coffee beans. And then when they have a poo and then this person goes around collecting it. And then they grind down the poo. Did the poo dry the poo out? Yeah. Grind it all down and make it into coffee. Oh God, I bet it's still nicer than Nescafe. I think all coffee tastes like shit. To be honest, oh, do yeah. Oh, oh, I'm a big fan of coffee. I think it's the world's biggest ripper. I am such a snob when it comes to coffee. Oh yeah, I am absolutely unbearable. If you give me a coffee and it's not like freshly ground, I'm like that is disgusting. Get it away from me. Is, is this that why when you came to us to record the podcast and I went, do you want a coffee? And you were like. Just have water, please, because you were like, I don't know what coffee she's got. It's probably a bit of that, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Do you want me to go? Oh, I'm sorry, Kate. I'm not drinking. Snob. I'm not drinking that. Is this? I asked for coffee, not gravy. <laughs> right? Should we start recording now? It's not going to help the atmosphere, is it? No. That was a tense episode. Said the listeners. <laughs> don't know why. Because that 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 was me. You know, that was me. Family recipe coffee being passed down from generations. That was passed down from one squirrel curl onto the next. <laughs> the problem with prawn. Shit pipes is that they're very visible because they're on the outside of the... Well, not the yeah, outside, but... you couldn't see them, yeah, it you wouldn't, wouldn't be a big no. thing. Sure, sausages have got worse in. But, but, like, my son will, like, when he has a... Pro- he, like, when they're still... He'll be, like, sucking the head and all that. Oh, like, no. <laughs> no. That sounds a bit wrong, now. Jesus Christ. Dirty prawn. Um, what are we fixing? We're fixing puberty. We're fixing we? puberty, yeah. This is the puberty episode, so... So, you know... If anyone's watching and you're in... you go. Send your mums and dads out the room, kids. We're going to tell you some truth. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to drop some truth bombs truth on you. Bomb. Maybe you're watching this because you are going through puberty. I hope not. Maybe you're watching it because you're about to go through puberty, which means you're about 11, which is not right. Maybe you're watching this because you're in school and you've got a really funky teacher who's thinking, let's, you know, talk about puberty, but show hey, this sir, podcast so instead. Cool. We had we has a French teacher like that called Mr. Adams. Yeah. And uh, we go, he was just really, he was just a brilliant teacher. And we go, because at the end of the lesson, you got like, you finished your work. And we go, we are. Oh, say, tell us about when you were in France in the 60s, because he was, like, stereotypical. <laughs> yeah, ga- yeah, gang, so I was in France, and we were... He told us the story, he said he was in France, and him and his mates were really still travelling, and he said we were just really skint, and we had no money, and we were, like... We saw people selling pills in, in bars, and we were, like, let's buy some pills and sell them. So, so we went to the, the chemist, and we bought some vitamin tablets, and we were just selling them for, like, a franc each. And he said... <laughs> and I was, like, OK. Selling, like, vitamin D. They're the kind of cool teachers I like. Yeah. They were telling, they were telling like, oh, yeah. That's it. That's this will give you a nice trip. Yeah, that's more interesting than just, yeah, tell us about when you went to teach a training college in Swindon. Yeah. That's much better. We I don't know about that LST, but my skin is glowing <laughs> today. <laughs> Those uh, eckies you sold me, me wee is turned orange because it was Barocca, wasn't it? That's basically why. Have you ever had a Barocca and forgotten you've had a Barocca and then gone for a piss? That is terrifying. I thought it was, like, about to explode or something. Oh, did you think you were like... Yeah. That was like supernova. Uh, we had a, t- a teacher once who, uh, who was a, who was a supply teacher, and he said, my name's Mr. Greenwood or something. My name's Mr. Greenwood, but you can call me Cuddles. No, we all, we, all, we were like 14. We all went, whoa. What? That I'm not going to be calling you Cuddles. I'm going to be calling the authorities on you. Uh, and he said, oh, no, you need to get to know, to, you know, to call people. Teachers by the first name because when you go to his university, his first name wasn't Cuddles. Well, no, his first name wasn't Cuddles, and also he was saying that when we go to university, you call lecturers by the first name, but no lecturer is going to be called Cuddles. No legitimate lecturer. <laughs> no one's employing a lecturer to teach economics in like 
Oxford whose first name is Cuddles. Unless that monkey that Keith Harris used to have maybe is now tutored in, in Oxford. Maybe all that money he made something good in the world. <laughs> Was that his name, Cuddles? Cuddles, yeah. Cuddles the monkey. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so puberty is is what we're going to fix because uh, everyone goes through puberty. Puberty is uh, a, a period of my life that I don't like to look back on with fond memories, really. It's harder on lads. Do you think? Yeah. Why? Because they're not boys and they're not men. They're just neither. They've just got no place. Yeah, you're in like a nether region. So that's the wrong phrase. The nether, nether world. Well, they are in the nether regions. The nether regions. In the Netherlands. The ne- <laughs> For the next five years, don't come into my room, mum. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I've got boys, you see, and the six, and they're going to, you know, Well, can I just give you one time. piece of advice with sons? Mm. Teach them how to use the washing machine at a young age. Oh, that's and a good you'll idea. never face that kind of yeah. issue. It's the wet dreams, isn't it? That's oh. that's the big thing for, for lads. It's just horrible, isn't it? You have these wet dreams and you just Are they you, real? Yeah. I used to thought they were like a myth. My my I I my first wet dream. Oh god. If you I mean I'm gonna tell you it anyway. We're going there. It was horrible. I think it was only about eleven. And I didn't understand what was going on. I had this dream and I remember and it wasn't it. Ero- it was <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I got a low grade and he offered to turn it into an A, <laughs> but I had to do something. And then the next thing, you all woke up. I, N- naked cuddle. <laughs> that was his real first name, Naked. Uh, I had this dream. I was in a, a black room, black box. And there was just one massive boob, like a massive boob. And it was just floating. It was like going, row, row, and there was all these voices going, touch me. Oh, and you woke up and you felt like you needed a million wheeze. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I felt like I had the best way of my life. Ew. And then and then I was like, oh, and I think I shouted like for help. Because I was so confused. Like, I'm being attacked. I'm like, no, I'm all right. Help. Don't come in. Because then I realized what had happened. But he, I didn't know how to use you the washing machine. What's up, what's up? Not in. Everything's okay. right. Oh God, it was it was audible, um, but that was a lot to get through. But then, you know, there's worse things for puberty. As a, I, I think it must be worse for, for for girls. Like starting periods, that must be incredibly difficult. Well, I'll be honest. It depends. I think it depends on how you parent it. Mm. I was parented in a ways like don't make a fuss. What's yeah. the big deal? Everyone goes through it. Chill out. And so nobody really like made a big fuss of it. Mm. Um, so I've got to say, it never really bothered me. It, I can't. I mean, having periods is horrible when you first start, and you're just like, "Oh my god, this is shit. This is the next thirty-five years at least <laughs> of my life. Why? Why can't I be a lad? This isn't right." Yeah. Um, but then you're right. If you, if you brought up in an environment where it's just like seen as these things happen, but some people are brought up in an environment where it's like. Like my mate in school, when she started her periods, it's I'd give it a fiver. <laughs> I was lucky if I got a big massive packet of sanitary towels, but like she got a fiver off her dad. And I was like, oh my god! It's all right, like she's won a little competition. Yeah, worth. So that's worth the next thirty-five years of cramps and mood swings and spots and yeah. bloating. Oh my god! It's fine. Put it in a high interest ISA. By the time you hit the menopause, you'll be you'll be mortgage free. Yeah. Maybe he had he had a in the sweepstake at that pre- precise month. Yeah. He sweepstake gave her five, but he won five grand. Yeah. He was a little bet on on the year and month <laughs> she'd start a period. <laughs> like when you bet on is your kids gonna play in goal for England? Yeah, when they're born. 
That might be a good idea if anyone's having a, a, a daughter anytime soon. Put a little bet on. A little sanitary bet. Sanitary <laughs> sweepstake. You heard it here first. Maybe there's an app you can buy when you can put your money in and then and then the results come in. I just found boys in school to just be disgusting. At that, that pubic age, they just... I think boys are disgusting from about the age of 11 to death, aren't yeah. they? Just Boys are just a disgusting beast. But yeah, it's the, the male-like experience is just... You, you get all these crazy edges that you just and you don't know where they're coming from and you're not equipped to deal with them physically and you're not equipped to deal with them emotionally mentally spiritually i think that's the difference between boys and girls because girls can go oh i'm feeling blah, 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 and they verbalize yeah. it boys just go boys just don't know what's going on which is I'm why not telling anybody that i had a sex dream about yeah and Mother also Teresa. and nobody <laughs> The, uh, the the problem with boys is that like you have these edges, but then nobody is willing to allow you to explore those those edges when you're 13 and you've got like a, a moustache that you've not had the balls to shave yet, and you don't know what's going on, and your your voice is going doing that thing where you're yeah. kind of up and down all the time. And that's weird when you you all start growing moustaches at that age. Yeah, like there was one one kid in our school who's in the year above me, and all the girls fancied him because he was first one to get him was he <laughs> and the lad never ever shaved it off until he actually became a man yeah. he was like no i'm here i'm here with my muzzy i am i'm an i'm a i'm an a i'm, I'm the a, ron jeremy yeah. of Fazakali. yeah i'm an alpha i'm here with me hormones and me pheromones and me muzzy and <laughs> and he was good at football as well so he looked like he was like a 1980s footballer like mark <laughs> lawrenson because yeah. those those I mean, muzzies are funny anyway, but if they're fully grown, they can look all right. But those down, downy kind of just, you know. Like rapist moustaches. Oh, they're really bad, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, they're just horrendous. But I was quite an early developer. I I mean, I, I remember um, getting hair, like, in my nethers when I was about 10. Like, is that, that's, is young. That, that's, that's young, isn't it? That's ironic, though, isn't it? Look at you yeah. now. Look at oh. me now. It's all gone. Maybe I just, it all just flushed through <laughs> me all, yeah. really it's quickly. Down. <laughs> yeah and I, I remember at that age not really understanding in fact still being that young i was still sort of like dancing around the house with nothing on yeah and my dad said you're getting here and you're willy there and i was like what like with a big high-pitched voice on what? Really? I like, think yeah that's, I that's not supposed to happen, not supposed to happen. <laughs> i think he was wrong with that by the way um yeah it's a funny thing that pe people used to say like have you got hairs on your willy yet in our school and like a lad who was slightly older knew what was going on was going you don't get hairs on your willy. You get it near your willy. <laughs> like like the voice of reason. You get it near your willy. Because like, lads were dead proud of talking about that kind of thing. But girls just, in, in our school, nobody talked about no. it. Nobody talked about, like, armpit hair or any of that. They were just, like, dead shy about it. But there was always one kid, wasn't there? No matter if everybody was shy about one subject, there was always one kid in the class who was the opposite. Yeah. Who, like, run through, like, changes after PA, naked as the day she was born, you know, like, and we'd all be like, please, no. They, they're the people who dry themselves with the hair dryers in the gym now, aren't they? I think that the 80s is quite a repressed time to grow up, though, and the 90s, maybe. Maybe more so than now. Especially now, because everyone's dead, like, in touch with everyone, and you can't, like, I don't know. You, When we were kids, like, we were told to, like, cover ourselves up and... Be like shame, shame. Be, be ashamed of our naked selves. Yeah, and people aren't like that with the kids now. But I think I'd rather be like that. There's something in being a bit of ashamed. Do you think my mum saw me naked after I was about three? <laughs> and then I had one friend in college, Kelly, 
and she used to come up and go. She come and go. Oh, your boobs look nice today, and just give them a little squeeze. <laughs> but she lived in in a house with her mum and her two sisters, so they were just all dead. I lived with my nan and granddad, so everything was dead like padded. Yeah. But I'd go to hers, and they'd all be just like walking around, no clothes on, and she was dead free and easy with herself. And I'd just like this is making me dead uncomfortable. Oh no, I I mean because I remember the the puberty is the period when you feel the most uncomfortable of your life because mm -hmm. like when you it's when you come out of it the other side that's when you start to think. I feel like I know a little bit who I am now and like I start to feel comfortable about stuff or at least recognise when there's moments where you're going to feel uncomfortable but that's not a bad thing rather than thinking it's the end of the world yeah. I'm the only one who's ever felt like this whereas like uh, like public nudity or get like the first time you got to get changed in the in the communal changing room in secondary school oh god that was that's terrifying. horrendous because in primary school you just you don't even get a shower in primary school we never did we just we wouldn't get fussy. a shower in senior school would you not no we used to, dip, we used to put our feet under the shower and put wet footprints so the PE teacher thought that we'd had a oh, shower oh that's good but there wasn't enough time no because you have to get back to your next lesson mm. there was teachers that used to say even if you'd not done PE you had to get in the shower and even back then, that was like, <laughs> that's that's a bit weird. Why? Yeah. Why? Why is this a thing? You've been doing multiplication all day. You need to get a shower. Yeah, you look a bit okay, sweaty. Okay, <laughs> Come on, cuddles. Do you want to go first or shall I join <laughs> you in there? We had, um, I remember us having, uh, a, wasn't a, well, it was sex education, but it was also about like, right, girls, you're going to be starting your period soon and blah, 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 blah. And you'll feel like, you might feel emotional, you might feel bloated and you might feel might have pains does anyone know if you're feeling tired and emotional and you're in pain and what what does everyone think that the best thing would be for you for that and i put my hands up and they went yeah and i went massage <laughs> <laughs> what like 13 you know suggests massage as a <laughs> and as a, a thing I, to, to make you feel better what 13 year old does that the answer was sport apparently sports i was the answer i thought you were going to say lambrini or something <laughs> That, that, or chocolates. That's like the, you know, that soothes all the pain in the world, doesn't it? We didn't have the internet then, though. I think we were safer. Well, we didn't know any... You couldn't find the information out on your own other than books. Yeah. You get given a book. In fact, I asked for a book for Christmas, and it was called The Body Book, and it was a book about the human body, and there was a, a sizable chapter in the middle about puberty. And like, How old what? were you when you asked for this book? I was about Last 11. Year. Yeah. <laughs> Got it for Secret Santa. You asked for that when you were 11? I, I would have died I think I think I did. for something like that. Do you know, it, there's, there, there is times when I start to talk about, like, myself as a kid, and I go, I didn't realise, but I was a fucking weirdo. <laughs> Proper weirdo. I'm surprised I'm not a serial killer now. But I asked for this book. I think maybe my mum was, like, encouraging me to get the book, so... I got this book and like I was reading about puberty and all these drawings. Can I have a book called The Body? I need to know about my body, mummy. I need to know about my pubic hair. Because <laughs> I misread pubic hair as public hair for a long time. So I thought it was called public hair. So I was like, so I'm going to get public hair on me bollocks. What's public about that? We had a business studies teacher who used to always write pubic sector instead of public sector <laughs> on the book. <laughs> pubic sector. Isn't that the sex industries they call it now? <laughs> This book was good though, and it, it gave me loads of information about like periods and wet dreams and all the all the fun stuff. All the and fun stuff. When when we had was it was it illustrated? It was illustrated. What was the photograph of wet dreams like? Just a stiff <laughs> sheet. Just a man, just feeling <laughs> a ashamed. A boy with a shameful face. Oh God. It's happened again, Mum. They've broken in and done this again, Mum. A smattered and of small blackheads across his forehead, crying into his. Hard blanket. <laughs> <laughs> it was crusty duvet. What they should have had is like a list. You know, when some books have like a space where you can write your own like little editions, like 
excuses to give after a wet dream, like just, you know, things that tell your mum. That would be useful. <laughs> Someone should write that. Yeah. Like a puberty book where you kind of yeah. fill in your own experience. <laughs> uh, but then when we had like a sex education lesson and we didn't have much, but the teacher was saying, well, what what happens when uh, a girl hits a certain age? And I was, no one knew and I was putting my hand up. She starts a period, miss. And then she was saying, what reason might she stop a period when she's pregnant, miss? And she was, she was going, Sam, you know a lot about, you know, the female puberty experience. Was and like, then you'd you go in your little head bag and bring out your book, the body. The body book, miss. <laughs> Look. I bet you were like the guru to all the lads. Were they asking you questions? Did he quiz no, no, no. Well, I wasn't doing it in a in a sexy, you know. <laughs> look at me. I know. I know. I'm a man of the world, lads. I know ladies. There was a kid in our year called Thomas Grimes, and he was like, he was a bit of the class clown, but he was he was a funny kid, but he was also like the one everyone like picked on, but in like a fun way. He wasn't bullied. Anyway, we were in science one day, and, and our teacher, Mister Muhammad, went right. We're gonna go through like biology, the sex blob, the like, the sex organs all that so at the end if you've got any questions write it down on a piece of paper and just pass it to the front you don't just put your name on and i'll answer them as honestly as i can and so we all wrote our questions and put on the bottom thomas grimes because <laughs> 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 that's how horrible kids are kids are horrible yeah and if you're watching thomas you're watching thomas sorry about that um have you got the answers that we want did, to you, <laughs> <laughs> did you have much sex education not really no i didn't i remember watching one in juniors about um how babies are made and it was like a man and woman and then this robot comes from space and he has a like steam coming out of his like robot body like he just landed from the, the moon or something planet sex and uh, there was like a lad i think it was a girl and a lad and then they asked him questions and he answered in his robot voice the <laughs> man's penis gets hot like and it was just really like <laughs> it, it, it it sort of traumatized us all we were like they're my friends little girls in juniors now and uh, she said, oh, tell, tell Kate what happened to school the other day. And she went, they taught us about sex. And I went, oh, my God, she seems so oh. young. And I went, uh, what did you think about it? And she went, I just cried. <laughs> <laughs> she went home and cried. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah and even she being little was like, I can't believe we have to have periods. And but I was just like, God, she's little to be late. But then we were probably that little when we were first told. Yeah, I don't, I can't even remember the first time I found out. I remember the first time I found out that, how babies were made. And it was like, a, it felt like it was a rumour. Because none of us could fact check it. But someone was running around. It was my primary school field. And there was this lad running around. And he just ran up to me like so excited. And he went, oh my God, do you know how babies are made? And I went, no. And he went, Oh, you're not going to believe it. The man puts his willy into the lady's vagina. I don't think he said vagina, did he? He would have said fanny, probably. Fanny. fanny. Was the, that was the popular word for it in yeah, those days, wasn't it? Yeah, that was it? the, the, the standard term. Off, minge. Minge flaps. I don't know. I think That's, it's still in the minge heyday. <laughs> what it'll be in 10 years, what we'll call it. Uh, foo-foo. I don't know. Foo-foo's very fluffy. Foo-foo's uh, a nice word. But anyway, he told me, and I went, no, and he went, honest to God, and I was like, that's disgusting, and I just, then I ran off and told six people, it was like a pyramid scheme, we all just spread the word. <laughs> spread the word. You couldn't believe how disgusting that sounds, we were like, that, that sounds absolutely vile, and then after that, I probably had to wait till we got, like, sex education, which was so minimal, they showed us a video, and it was a lad, and he had a dressing gown on, and he took his dressing gown off, and he just had, like, the hairiest, like, pubic oh. area. And it was just like, it was like an afro dance, dance, 
It was just like Don King. It would have been a bit more manscaped if it had been made now. Do you think they have to update yeah. it every couple of years? I think, to, like, they, I think they must do. Get in touch with like social constructs that have changed and yeah. cultural references and, you know, pube styles. Yeah. Pube styles, pube styles. through the ages. That's You'd be looking through a catalogue, like, you know, can I, have, <laughs> can I have a retro, please? <laughs> can I tell you, I've just, um, I get, I get, through me like Facebook page, I get I get quite a lot of emails and messages from companies trying to partner up with me, like mm. brands, and I'm never interested because I just don't want to do that sort of thing uh, with that page. We'll do it with the podcast Have if you you're interested. Have you been offered the free backsack and cracks? I, I got a, I've got offered the free ball shaver, um, and I've accepted it. A ball I, shaver, like is a this, sha- like a thing different? they shave your balls with. So it's different from a normal shaver. It's a free shaver. Is it a person or an, an implement? Uh, it's, it's his name's Someone Jet. knocks at your door. <laughs> it's cuddles. He had nothing to do in his retirement. Um. Hello, I'm here to shave your balls. I don't know why I'm now South American, but why does he do that in the Turkish barbers? Let's have a little room <laughs> where they like get the yeah. fire. <laughs> just singe your pubs. Uh, anyway, I'll let you know how it goes. But it's just uh, only because they said so you, it, you don't need to advertise it. it. I haven't got it yet. No, I, I was never seen that advertised on JML. <laughs> No, that, that's a thirty-second advert I'd want to see. Definitely, yeah. Just like you know, you can you can now shave people's balls without their permission. Products you can get out. There's a product out there called Camel Now. Camel Now is that a camel toe? Yeah. So you take a little piece of plastic that you put in your in your knickers, so like a border, so you don't have camel toe. To be able to see. Uh, why Why are people so offended by a camel toe? Nothing wrong with camel toe. It's just a minge. It's just... At least it's covered. It's just a fanny saying hello. Yes. Isn't it? Just being sociable. <laughs> <laughs> when does puberty end? At what point does it end? I think it's like when you're like 19. I'm going to say 19. That's a, that's a scientific fact. For every single For every person. every single person. <laughs> yeah. Because they reckon the human brain doesn't stop developing until you're 25. So you still kind of... It's not puberty, but you still don't really know who you are. Well, a man's brain doesn't stop developing until he's 25, apparently. When's Women's woman... brain stops sooner. Does it? Have we got more developing to do? men are emotionally do? stunted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just... Uh, I, I think when I look back on, like, the puberty... The puberty years, as I would call it, if I was writing a, a, <laughs> a book about oh, yeah, it. Wouldn't that be a lovely little... The sticker? puberty That's years. That's what the Wonder Years was going to be called. <laughs> it felt like it wasn't, is it? What would you do if I said? Well, for a start, I never had that old man version of me in my voice, in my head, doing the voiceover like the Wonder Years. That would have made puberty a lot easier. And that was the day I realised that wet dreams weren't something to be ashamed of. <laughs> when your mom said, "Don't worry, son, I have them too." Yeah. When you're in Cub Scout camp. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Were you ever in brownies or guides? Oh, I, I went to brownies, right? And I begged my mum. I didn't like it. I wasn't a brownie kind of kid. And then straight after the brownies in our community centre, they used to have like a kids disco. Mm. And I used to feel like I'd write dickhead there. In me and begged my mum for a brownie uniform. She got me one. And they would say, yeah, got me brownie uniform. Me a brown owl was a bitch. Brown owl. And everyone had these little badges that they sew on. So it'd be like uh, your arts and crafts badge or like your helping old people badge or... Manscaping badge, that would yeah, have been a good one. That would be the new one, wouldn't skill. it? Um, Ear plucking. And I never ever won a badge. I never ever did any skills. I never. I go to church once a month because. Just in case. Just in case. Yeah. I wasn't a religious kid. And I felt like brownies was like a bit of a religious. 
bit of a cult in it. Yeah. I was in Cubs. Yeah. Cubs was good. Only for the footy team, really. Cubs was all right, though, and then I joined Scouts, and it was just like going to school, but, like, after school. I left shite. brownies, anyway, when we, we did this quiz, and it was sounds, and you had to write down what the sound was. And one of them was the sounds of a mac- match striking, and I was the only one that got that. And the brown owl went, I wonder why you got that. Smoking, are you? And I was just like... I'm I'm leaving. I'm, well, I'd rather come to disco instead of brownies. No, I'm an arsonist, and I know where you live. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I just I didn't really understand. Everyone seems all the girls seems weird who went. Yeah, I found that with scouts. Cubs was alright. Cubs, we were all dead young in Cubs. We used to have a thing in Cubs, which is totally inappropriate nowadays. It was called Tramp Night, where we'd all dress up as tramps, and and go to Cubs, dressed as homeless people. Which is really like, Mugged I mean, n- now you just go... You get your mugging old people badge. <laughs> <laughs> Human trafficking bra- badge. Badge? Speaking badge. And also I remember the brownie promise. You had to do the brownie promise to yeah. be sworn in. And it was, I promise that I will do my best to do my duty to God. Yeah. To save the queen and help other people and keep the brownie promise. And I, even then, I was like, I don't want to save the queen. No? And I don't believe in God. So already you're kind of struggling there, aren't you? And brown's not my colour. And I, I'm not even sure I want to do my best all the time. Because um, if you do your best all the time, you've got no energy left. You should do... People say you should always do your best. You should do your best at the times when it's needed to do your best. And then do the bare minimum every other time. Do like the, the rest fucking of the time. bare minimum. Yeah. Coast your like Coast when you can. That's my phrase. That's coast that's when you can. Advice. Because coasting feels good. When I went to university, I got, in my first year... I got a first, and in my second year, I got a two one, and in my third year, I was uh, if second year I was high two one, third year I was low two one, but I was still two one. And my tutor said, "Listen, Sam, every year your grades getting lower." And I just said, "Well, if I'm going to get a two one, I might as well get a low two one, and no be happy." Gonna, no one's going to check whether it's a high or low two one. No, if I get a high two one, I'll be annoyed. If I get a low two Do one, I'll think be pleased. Like people check. When you apply for jobs, not do you at think all. anyone ch- checks your exam results? Not, not at all, no. I may spice up my CV, you know. I was. Just put anything on. NASA. I put on my CV that I speak French. Okay, that'll never no, be. No, I do. Oh, I'm, you do? Per- <laughs> <laughs> I can handle myself in a fruit shop. Is that put gonna- it that way. <laughs> I handled myself in a fruit shop once, and I was yeah. asked to leave. Yeah, not that way. Yeah, finger <laughs> the kiwi. Uh, sh- her name was Margaret. Um, <laughs> I'd like to say I could give directions, but I can't even give directions Engl- in English. No. Someone asked me for directions, I go, I'll just walk with you and take no, you there. Not a clue. Yeah. Not a clue. Jump in the car. Go on. <laughs> Get in the boot. Get in the boot with the others. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you to that ditch. What What would you do to fix puberty? Or what would you do to change puberty? Or what would you do if you could go back to your pubic self? And what advice would you give yourself? Um, I would basically... Tell me pubic self. That's a horrible... <laughs> That's a horrible like way to pubic, phrase it. That makes it sound like I was like some little weird, overly pubic girl. My name's Kate and I'm pubic. Yeah. <laughs> this is Daily with Travis and this... <gasps> no, is um, pubic Kate coming? I would probably just tell myself to just roll with mood swings. Mm. If someone said to me, you're going to be irrational for maybe... And it's not... It, for girls, I don't know, for, for, it's not every single month, but there's always, like, maybe every two or three months... There's a bad one. There's a, a one where you think someone needs to section me because I am going to murder somebody. 
And if someone had told me to be prepared for that, yeah. as I got older and I recognised <coughs> it, I used to send myself to bed. That's a good idea. No, it is. And like, I'd go to, I'd go to like, Mick and Sam, at six o'clock, I'm going, I'm going to bed. And they're like, at first they were like, why? And Sam was like, you're all right. And I was like, you know, I just know if I stay down here, I'll be a bitch to you. But Somebody's going to so die. I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to just sleep it off. But I wish that I could have told myself that that was just... Isn't everyone is irrational. That's a big power thing, and if like an empowering thing for for anyone to understand when you're going through like mm. a tough time or a bad time or a, or you're having thoughts that are just kind of irrational and a bit strange. You focus on the physical education of it and not the what what it, what it does to your brain. Mm. Well, we didn't get much education at all, and that's I hope it's different nowadays because mm. the one thing we did get was this guy talking about sex, but he wasn't talking about it. He he, he used the phrase. Uh, the man inserts the penis into the vagina, which That's like hot. <laughs> it sounds sounds like he was talking about scart leads. The way yeah. he was like, got to connect the two. Well, now they do teach about sexual pleasure. They they, oh, they used to they? teach it as a factual thing. Oh. This is what happens. This is how it happens. I don't know how they teach sexual pleasure. That'd like, be so funny as like, a kid. I'll tell you what, kids. If you want to learn about sexual pleasure, come down the pub on the Christmas night <laughs> with the teachers, and we'll show you how that works. <laughs> So, open your textbooks at page 47. Rimming. <laughs> well, Because, like, you know, sexual pleasure is is the broad spectrum of experiences, isn't it? start off, like, like like when you're doing reading and writing on maths, you start off with the easy stuff there. And the first <laughs> bit, I just feel like necking. Fingering. Yeah. And then, ne- like, A-level standards is, like... <laughs> A-levels? Gimp masks. Yeah, anal. Yeah, etc. Gimp masks. Yeah, full-on BDSM. We're going to talk about the pleasure-pain principle today <laughs> and lube. So, How would yeah. you fix puberty? I would move it. I would move it to your 30s. Give it to old people. Give they it don't to- do nothing else. <laughs> Let them deal with it. Or make them go through reverse puberty. So, oh, like, you, you, you start to go the other way when you get to, like, 70. I just think you're more equipped to go through it, aren't you? If someone said to me, now I've got to go through puberty again, I'd go, ah, nah, I'm all right, you know. Uh, get out of the way when that. you're the kids. Because the mistakes you make as a child and the behaviours that you do as a child, you grow out of. That's true. So you get that, get all out of the way. You, you're being like a, a weirdo or a bitch or whatever. Yeah, but could you handle it better way. now? No. I, 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 think I, I, could. I think I could. I think I could. If I went through those weird... I couldn't even fix my contacts on <laughs> my mobile phone. <laughs> give me puberty to go on top of that <laughs> i think i could because i think i'm well, i'm saying that but like i just remember some of my big problems when i was going through puberty was just like not not removing myself from a situation you know where you're not needed or you're not wanted or like just and just going ah, just yeah, go somewhere you, else you have fomo when you're like that age you, do, yeah. you, well, you, you want to be like, involved, in, be everything. involved in everything yeah instead I of just sort of only recently being able to say I don't have to be invited to everything. No, and I, I don't, don't want to be. I don't have everyone like me because I don't like everyone, so I can't expect. No. And that's all right. And anyone who's liked universally has always got some bad, hidden skeletons in the closet. Oh, look at Philip Schofield. There we go. University liked a terrible liar and cheated on his wife. Massive Tory. And he's a Tory. Yeah, no. Yeah, so, you know, there's something to be said. If, if certain people dislike you, that means... Some people will like you. Look at Hitler. Hey. Um, bad example. <laughs> but uh, I think in the future there will be a way. For, you can't medicate kids, can you? If, you, if they if brought you out could. a pill 
So like we, balance it out. Oh no, to just avoid puberty or just jump to the end. Yeah, I think we've got to have it. You, we, you, why should why should they not go through it? We had to. You've got to go through it. What kind Isn't of a person would you be if you never experienced puberty and you just jump from being thirteen to twenty five? Oh, I'd, physically and mentally. You wouldn't big jump, isn't it? You wouldn't be developed. You wouldn't You've, be equipped. You've got to make loads of mistakes. My worry for my kids it's like is going to check. Here's the key for the chocolate factory. Yeah, off you go. It's too much, isn't it? Too much responsibility. But I worry about telling my kids that you've got to make mistakes in life because life's all about making mistakes, isn't it? And learning from the mistakes. But I think if if you say to someone, you've got to go out there and make mistakes. That's like saying, "Here's permission just to make mistakes." Go and fuck up forever. Yeah. So I'm a bit worried about that. I wouldn't invent a pill though. Make them go through puberty. We all have to, and that's fair. That's the circle of life. Maybe it could be a sentence for some criminals where you sentence them to six years in puberty and they've got to go through puberty again. Well, no, because most criminals are arseholes already. That's like <laughs> being a double arsehole. Having to go through all that as well. Oh, yeah, but it's not good, is it? It's not fun. It's not fun to go through it. But then, you know, you, yeah, ma- you make you some... Look, when you're an adult and you look back on the, when you're that, you're that age, you don't, you don't think about how hard puberty was. You go, no. oh, this is the last one. Well, I suppose there's no... You haven't got anything to worry about, like mortgages, debt. Yeah, you know so it, stuff it's like offset. that. It's offset by no debt. Give me a voice that I don't know what you know, whether it's baritone <laughs> or soprano. Give me that over <laughs> owing so much money to my credit card company. I don't know what's going on. I do remember though when when we 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 left school in fifth year because our school didn't have a sixth form, and then we all went to co- to like a sixth form college the following September. And I remember walking into the sixth form college the following September, and all these like. Lads who had left school, we were like just scruffy lads, typical young lads. And then we all walked into sixth form college, and we were like, "What happened to him in that holiday?" Because <laughs> <laughs> like, like, <laughs> they just like they passed that awkward stage yeah, over the summer, which is in a wonderful moment. It's like yeah. the shackles are off, and you can finally be a man. You just start looking at them, going, "Okay, yeah, they're not a kid anymore." No. Yeah. Scary, isn't it? And unfortunately, we're just still the same with our hormones. That's not fair, is it? No. It's not fair. fair. Life's not fair, though. So, but I think, I think we've, you know. I don't think we fixed it. I don't it. think we have. I don't want to fix it. I don't want to fix it either. Change my mind. don't want to fix puberty. No. I would like to fix aspects of my own. But I really hate the word puberty as well. I feel sick that I've had to say it so much. It's, it sounds like a word that your nan would whisper. She's going through puberty. Yeah, I just don't like the word. We need a new word. Maybe we fix it by thinking of a new word. Um, because adolescence as well—it's a bit of a mouthful, that, isn't it? The ball dropping years—that <laughs> doesn't I work think for the girls. In between us, has it nailed? The in between, just the in between us. The in between us. Oh, I've got the in between us. Me in between us is playing up. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> when I watched the in between us the first time, someone said you got to watch this show. It's about kids like going through puberty in school, and I was like, ah, that sounds. Absolutely bollocks. That sounds rubbish. I watched it. I, I loved it. But also, I thought, that's not a comedy. That's a documentary. That's what lads are like. Everybody knew a lad like that. Jay. The one who's Everybody lying all the time. Has a lad yeah. in there, yeah, like Jay. What made it worse for me is when it came out, my son was the same age as these characters oh, in God. the show. So he was in like sixth form college. So he, everyone was like, you've got to watch the in between us. And I was like, <laughs> I can't. I can't watch what is a version of our own reality. I'm gonna have to just 
leave that one. So I, I waited a couple of years till after he'd like he'd grown up a bit. So yeah. he wasn't like near their age because it just would have been like. Uh, I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know what he's up to. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, is he doing that as well? Disgusting. But to be fair to him, he, he's he's dead low key. Yeah. Dead laid back. So I didn't even notice him going through puberty. That's good. One day he just come down with a hairy chest and a deep voice, and I was like, he was like, "Do you want a cup of tea?" And I was like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> sounds here we are." That was like, easy. Like big, yeah. Tom Hanks. Yeah, just so I think what we how we fix it is uh, when 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 your kids are going through puberty, don't mollycoddle them and tell them it's all going to be all right. Tell them that life is hard. Yeah. And this is just a shit storm you have to pass through. Exactly. And explains to them. I feel like I should have broke into a ballad then. I feel like, yeah, you were just on the brink of just like a big rousing chorus <laughs> to send us off, but... Land of hope and glory. Puberty. Glory hole. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's definitely uh, further down the line for the sex education. When we're talking about sexual pleasure. Today, page 64, glory holes. <laughs> um, dry bumming. Uh, <laughs> which is just a phrase that always makes me laugh. Folks, thanks for listening this week. Thanks for watching. If you're on YouTube, if you're on YouTube, just just hit the like button on the on the old video and give it share a us. comment. Share, share us. Do all the shit that's good for us and doesn't take long for you because we're yeah. really appreciative of, and we have of to all of that as well. Do you like our studio? Mm. It's only from Have a Weird Pod. Have a Weird Pod. We're in the home of the Have home a Weird have Podcast. A weird pod. So we're loving our new uh, our, our new gaff here. Yeah. yeah, just uh, and it's it's. I don't know what the coffee's like here, but I'm sure it's probably nice than the sure coffee at Kate's not house. Nice for you, Lady Mary. <laughs> it's too late for Jesus me for Christ. coffee. We're filming quite late. I won't sleep if I have a, <laughs> sleep. Can't a have frappuccino <laughs> before bed. But uh, yes, yeah, so we'll be back next week. So we'll see you then. Yeah, follow us, like us, share us, all of those things. Validate our existence. We're needy. <laughs> <laughs> see you next week. Love me. <laughs> Bye. Bye.